0: Hello and welcome along. Hope all's well. Mark Chandlow here today with someone who's just waiting for the formalities but looks certain to be heading to Tokyo this summer. I think Emily's story captures the Olympic spirit. Competing in a sport with little or no funding for the first few years, Emily combined the sport with a job, but with the community rallying round, they helped raise money for Emily to mount a serious bid to be an Olympian, Emily is from Bullwood in Nottingham, and has just returned from the European Weightlifting Championships with three gold medals and it seems a seat on the plane. So how does it feel?
1: Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's um, it feels like it's been a long time coming. Um, but uh, yeah, it's good, and um, yeah, a lot of hard work now has got to start, and obviously it has been throughout but you know the real grind really starts now towards towards the games
0: you've done this with as i've said little or no funding what message do you think your success sends out
1: um i think we obviously just proving that you know if you really really want something and you really really work hard for it then you know you can achieve it i'm not gonna lie it hasn't been easy it hasn't been you know, plain sailing, we are competing against girls in the world that are that weightlifting is their full time job. Um and we're not able to, you know, commit completely to weightlifting because we have to earn a living. But, you know, there's worse people out there, um, we're very fortunate and we're very lucky and we're just gonna keep fighting and fighting, um, uh, because it's what we love to do and it's what we're good at. So
0: And what I've loved is the way your community has got behind you. You know, I can think of the photos from Bull Market and the traders helping you out. And I think you've had race nights and I'm pretty sure when I came down to see you, you got a GoFundMe sort of page going on. So what's that meant to you?
1: Oh, it means everything. To know that people are behind you and they really want you to succeed and they're really proud of you, is really nice. And all the hard hours that you put into the gym and all the times that you're tired and you don't think you want to do it anymore, it makes it all worth it and it makes you want to carry on. And yeah, especially, you yeah, know, Ball Market, they did, you know, help me out massively with a lot of funds. And every time I go down the market, you know, it's little things like I get free fruit off fruit and veg off some of the stores and they sort me out with bits and bobs and those little things, they don't realise, you know, help a lot. So it's really, really warming to know that they're all behind me
0: i guess in a sport like yours you you get through some food
1: yeah yeah especially me i'm super heavyweight and i am sitting a lot heavier than i would naturally if i wasn't obviously yeah, competing um so i have to consume a lot of food but then it's you know consuming the right amount of food people think that you can just eat for the fun of it which it's not quite true you have to make sure you're fueling yourself properly and sometimes that means a lot a lot of food there's times i'm sat at the table sweating a little bit but it's all worth it <laughs> you have to exercise
0: what are the key things in your diet then emily uh
1: protein obviously is uh, one key thing, and also for me carbohydrates because I have to make sure my energy stores are really high because you know I'm training really hard and making sure uh, I deplete my glycogen basically every time i I lift and in, in training, so it's about you know re- replenishing that and making sure that that's good, and that I recover properly for you know the next session the next day um so it's just making sure everything's balanced really i work with a nutritionist who's he's very good he's he knows exactly what he's doing and you know we touch base quite a lot but he's also taught me how to kind of deal with things myself as well so i'm not completely reliant on him but he's just there if i need him so yeah it's getting there and um it's um it's good
0: there are well funded sports who will get all the sort of massage and therapy and dietitians and nutritionists provided have have you had help along the way there or do you have to fund all that yourself
1: yeah, so it's all about funding it ourselves, really. Like, we, we like British Ratings will try and help us where they can, but essentially, you know, they haven't got an endless pot of money. They've hardly got anything, really, you know. Um, so I've been very lucky that in my time, again, you know, people in my local area and around have been very supportive. So I'm sponsored by University of Nottingham for my physio care, and they've looked after me since, you know, back in 2017, before the Commonwealth Games. So they deal with all my physio treatment and stuff like that. And then I... um hooked up with a guy called uh, Gurdish Lifal and he's in Derby and he looks after all my uh, massage treatments. So he um, basically is on like a bit of a bit of a sponsorship program with him. So I get reduced treatments there and he always looks after us. Um, And then obviously my nutrition is also again another person that decided to just help me out the kind of his heart, Yusuf Patterson. Um, So he's amazing and he's worked with me since probably about beginning of 2019 Um, So it's been about a three year partnership there. So I've been really lucky that I've managed to find key people. But obviously, before I had that, yes, it was all basically funded out of my pocket to make sure that I was in the best shape I could.
0: And I've filmed with you a few times. And I remember the last time coming down to the gym at South Normanton. And can I say, really, it looked an ordinary type of gym but I guess the key is the extraordinary people there.
1: Yes, 100% yeah, this is a very very special place and yeah you would walk in there and some people would probably be put off by it because it's very rough and ready and you know but for us weightlifters it's everything we, we we desire there, we've got platforms, we've got weights, we've got jerk blocks, everything we need We're not weightlifters, we're not a fussy bunch we don't really like flash environments we just need somewhere that we can uh, throw some big tin around uh, but then you know I've got two fantastic amazing coaches Dave who runs the gym and he also comes out to with internationals and coaches is on the international stage and then Cyril Martin who does all the behind the scenes work so he's the guy who writes my programs and is there every single day and then we just have a really amazing group of people really that you know of all different levels it's not all just elite people it's people that just come after work and have and do some weightlifting training kids that train whatever and we're just all a really tight-knit community it was beautiful when they was telling me how they was all watching me at Euros and some of them went to each other's house and utilized the two household thing and watched me outside and stuff and it was just really nice to show that people even in a pandemic was pulling together to you know make sure that they were supporting me so it's nice really what nice. I
0: really liked when I came to film you was you to, to earn a little bit of money you did some coaching with the kids and they really took to you how, how much do you enjoy that side of things
1: yeah that absolutely that's my passion really and that's something I would love to you know pursue properly when I've um, finished my career um to coach the, the young ones and yeah I do I go go most Sunday mornings now and obviously coach the young ones into development and hopefully we've just set up a proper talent academy for them now in partnership with British Weightlifting and we're hoping to get them some proper kit and get them um, organised into a proper club and get them competing and it's a yeah it's my my nice little bit of respite and I really really enjoy uh, really enjoy doing it with them and I'm hope that you know they can watch me and be inspired and hopefully you know go on to do the same as what I've done one day.
0: What is it about the sport that you would say to try and sell to people to sell to the kids?
1: Um, I just think, especially the people you meet in weightlifting, yeah, I feel like you don't meet really. Um, it's very we're very different characters. I feel I feel like you have to have a certain some, something about you to want to put stupid weights above your head every single day. So that's always fun. The characters that you meet, um, and yeah, it's just a real sense of community within weightlifting, and everybody looks after each other, and everyone's so supportive and everyone's so respectful. I think because the training is so hard that people have this ultimate respect for you in, in a way. Um, and I think hopefully if we can just make the weightlifting as, as full as possible for the kids, that then, you know, even if they don't want to become weightlifters when they're older, they're going to have to probably, if they do any kind of sport, use our, use our sport to help them with that sport. So if we can set them up to enjoy that, then it's only going to be a benefit for, for them in, in the future. And let's just hope that we can keep as many kids as we can in the sport.
0: And what also has struck me the times I've come to see you and I also saw you in the prep camp in Brisbane at the Commonwealth Games ahead of your medal there was actually, although it's an individual sport, what a team you seem to have. There was a real buzz about filming you.
1: Yeah, it's it's extremely important and you know, especially for this Euros that we just went away, we only took four females, but you know, us girls are tight as anything and we, we you know we've worked so hard throughout this Olympic qualification. It's been long. It started in this in November of two thousand and eighteen and you know, we're sat here now in April two, 2021. twenty twenty one. It's been a long time, but we've stuck by each other's side. We've you know, in the lead up we've made sure we've made efforts. Emily's down in Devon, Emily uh, Zoe's down in London, and then me and Sarah live together up in um in South Normandy around the corner from the gym now but you know we've had the girls up so that they can come and train with us and that we can get Because the bottom line is the more we support each other, the more we all perform and the more it does better for the sport. Um, And yeah, we we miss the boys a little bit, but they haven't really made the mark at the moment the boys have. So we've told them to train hard and join us back again soon. But yeah, we we, we all really get on and we all know that the importance of, you know, supporting each other and making sure that we're, you know, a team and we help each other with our individual performances. And it definitely makes a difference.
0: Brilliant. Girl power. Um, Looking at you there... Uh, I think, they are they the headphones I saw you wearing uh, at the weekend when you won your gold medal? Yes, they are.
1: Yes, they are. The the, the headphones that keep me sane <laughs> while I'm competing. What's
0: playing, I want to know, when you're competing?
1: Um, I was, mine has had to have a playlist called the Carnival Playlist. So it's a mix of Bashman, Soka, Afrobeats um, uh, music. Um, and it's just, it's just my first love of music. And it's just I try and keep it a little bit more chill for the snatch because you can't get too hyped for snatch, and then when clean and jerk starts, we really ramp it up and and the tunes get get faster and get more um, get a little bit more hype. So, um, but yeah, it's the only thing that really keeps me, you know, nice and calm and stuff and whatever, and stops me from overthinking while I'm lifting, and it just helps me get in the zone and zone out. So um, yeah, thanks,
0: thank God for these headphones. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give me a couple of examples? What's a chill song and what's your sort of you know pump up song?
1: Um, so definitely so like maybe like an afro an afro beat song um so maybe like a Wizkid kid song or something that would be quite chill for Snatch. and then i would move on to like the hardcore so so what we would listen to on um afro caribbean carnival day and what everybody dances to in the streets and stuff and what um, a bit of real celebration in the carnival so um yeah it's real real um element of if i was at carnival it makes me remind me
0: <laughs> well yeah plenty to celebrate uh, with your gold medals and hopefully you'll see it on the plane i mean it's almost guaranteed they have to go through the formalities so you can't quite yet say no. you're a member of team gb will you come back and and talk to me in a few weeks time when you've got that piece of paper that that says it and we can then celebrate in style
1: of course yes i would love
0: to Brilliant. Great to see you, Emily. Great to see the medals and uh, yeah, keep it up. Keep up the hard work. Perfect. Thank you, Mark. Take care. That's Emily Campbell, hopefully soon to be confirmed as team member and Olympian. Well, later this week, we'll look at the archery squad when that's announced and we'll be back with Patrick Houston, the archer who we've been following since Destination Tokyo began in January. And uh, soon it'll be the swimmer's turn after their successful trials this weekend and some great swims at the London Aquatic Centre. But that's it for today. Another 10-minute chat tomorrow. See you soon. Bye-bye.